strength It's a sword of power Sword is power Dragon and earth Soaring through the sky Spread your wings Super. Everybody was loving doing their anime podcast in the summertime. The suns were out. The guns were out. Have a seltzer with your lads. It's the summer. Crack a cold one. All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Ballin' Out. Super. 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 I'm your host, Jeremy Hammond. With me, as always, are my co-hosts, Katie Rose Leon. Oh, Anime Summer 2020 is uh, looking a lot hotter than last Anime Summer that we had. And Alex Patak. Due to a shipping error, every subsequent summer will be hotter than the last. Surf's up. No, I, I just mean, like, emotionally hot. It is emotionally hot. Oh, yes. I meant I, I meant due to a uh, uh, climate change, we will get like a little thermostat bump every year. That's also true. I just mean the political climate. Ooh. It's hot, Jeremy. In what way do you think it's well, hot? I think it's hot. I think it's hot because of all the all the fine honeys out there. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! <laughs> okay. Yeah, nice. Yeah. yeah, and our guest. Ooh, I'm. Ru- you can't see, but I'm rubbing my hands I am, together. I'm doing I'm it rubbing too. Them we're together. doing it at the same time. We're looking at each other, and then we're looking at the camera, and we're rubbing Ooh. our hands together. I'm whistling like cartoonish wolf. Oh, yeah, like that kind okay. of. I thought you were whistling off to the side. Like I have nothing to do with this. No, no. <laughs> I, like a, it's a, it's a not me. Whistling. Like a horny cartoon wolf, and the whistles are coming yeah, out. Uh-huh. And, yeah, thank yeah. you, Dan. Yeah, I have a heart That's in the shape of a, a cartoon heart, and it's like popping out of my chest. Yeah, the horniest creature, the cartoon wolf. Yeah, <laughs> the, wolf. the wolf, nature's horny creature. That's why they travel in a pack because <laughs> it's an orgy. Because they're horny for the other yeah, wolves. I, you know, it's yeah. like my favorite Duran Duran song, "Horny Like the Wolf." <laughs> <laughs> And our guest this week is comedian Dan Yang. Dan, Thanks welcome to the show. Just, uh, happy to be here and horny with you guys, you know? Yeah, and what <laughs> way do you think the summer is hot? <laughs> oh! I think it's it's hot. Uh, I agree with all of you guys. I didn't prepare a cool little uh, like reality show intro line like you guys had, but I'm learning, mm. dude. Oh, yeah, I meant to tell you to prepare quips. Damn, I've never quipped in my life. I've I've been horny, though. Does that, that count? <laughs> no, yeah. unfortunately, it doesn't. Right. <laughs> yeah, it counts, I guess. And All right, so to answer the question, how is it hot this summer, your response is, I am horny, though. <laughs> that counts, I think, right? Hot, like, hot in the sense of a Like uh, hot man. and bothered. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Right. So you just support Jeremy's... Theory yeah, I guess heat. I could have just said I agree with Jeremy. You know, yeah, you're in the you're in the you're in the <laughs> yeah, Jeremy school yeah. of heat. 
I guess we have a guest. Should we do the normal show? Like we Yeah, used to? Dan, what's your uh what's your history with anime? Um I guess does does uh, Pokemon count as an anime? It sure does. Yeah. Okay. It always does. It. I feel like as a <laughs> as a so if the for Boom! the uh, listeners out there, I'm an Asian fellow, and I feel like I always avoided anime to be yeah. like, I, I'm like one of you white kids. I like Tony Hawk and stuff, you know? Right, but, yes. Uh, the opposite of anime. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, A real man. The spectrum, you got Dragon Ball Z. The other end is uh, Rodney Mullen doing Dark Slides. Is, uh, that's that's the cool spectrum. Yeah, but right. You can't. Bam Majera doing a Madonna. <laughs> yeah. You know what? This explains so much to why after I got rejected by skateboarders, I just slid head first into fucking the darkness of anime nerddom. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because, yeah, I mean, say what... I'm oh, sorry, I saw you had a uh, pixelated heart tattooed, oh, which is God. a that's prime anime move. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I got that when I was 16 in a dorm room, so, yeah, it was not not good move on my part. <laughs> Wait, so that happened directly while getting rejected by skateboarders? Well, the, the initial reaction uh, rejection was when I tried to be a skateboarder. I got beat up when I was like 12. And then by like 16, 17, mm. it was sexual rejection. Yes. <laughs> uh, Which one hurt more? Mm. Yeah, Bam Margera came to my house and kicked <laughs> the shit out of me. What's up? I'm Bam Margera. We're going to beat the shit out of Katie. <laughs> this is... What's up, I'm Bam? This is beating up Katie. We're going to set off fucking fireworks in Katie's room. Getting physically... Bam, it's five in the morning! Getting physically beat up is way more uh, pal- like easier to deal with than being rejected by shady skater dick at any age. <laughs> I, so I feel like people yes. always talk about how emotional pain is harder to deal with than physical pain, but I just want someone wants to be like... Yeah, getting punched in the face was way worse than my dad said and ever telling me he loved me, you know? like. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know it's on a sliding true. scale. Because, like, if someone's putting cigarettes out on you, you're like, you just tell me you don't like <laughs> yeah. my art, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually way better. <laughs> you broke my fingers. I would much rather not be in love with you. That would so, be yeah, way this better. Was, this was the first ever Dragon Ball episode you'd ever seen. Yes, it was the first one. But I feel like it was one of those things where I recognized a lot of the characters from mm-hmm. just the zeitgeist and hanging out with nerds and stuff, you know? Right. Actually, you know who loves sure. Dragon Ball Z is for a while? And I think, so Patak is a newly muscular man. Yes. And I used to hang out with these powerlifting guys in my younger days when I was trying yep. to be jacked and realized I couldn't. But those guys, those powerlifting guys, love Dragon Ball Z. Hashtag body show. by Goku. They I love it. Yeah. When we first started the show, before they figured out we were pains in an ass, um, our listenership was mostly like teenage bodybuilders. <laughs> yeah. In Argentina, <laughs> from what the metrics were telling us. That was a short-lived stint. But you know why? It's they do the same things. It's you watch the show... Where, like, you never just watch yeah. Goku squat <laughs> or whatever, but the same amount of screaming right. is applied. There's a lot of screaming, a lot of, like, focusing energy. Right. I Yeah. Powering yeah. I up. I feel bad you didn't get to see an episode that featured more ripped fighting, because that would really center why those power lifter types are really into it. Right. Well, it, it speaks to a certain type of person, I feel, uh, because the whole philosophy of Dragon Ball Z is 
a million lines to draw an arm and like four lines to draw a face. (laughs) And I feel like that kind of speaks to this mentality of the bodybuilder where you're like, this is the only thing I can control about my look. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I think that men with busted faces love getting 200 pounds of muscle. Because just percentage-wise, it shrinks that Whoa. down so much. Like, it's now, oh, you don't like my nose? It is 1%. It's, and anytime something goes wrong with the rest, your first thought as a dude is, like, maybe I'll get into lifting. Yeah. Like, when you start losing your I gotta hair, get it's huge the first now. thing you think. is like, maybe I'll lift. Yeah. I have too much testosterone. I'm not using it. I'm learning so much. <laughs> kind of in a similar vein, I noticed uh, a lot of the Dragon Ball Z, the jacked ones particularly, are short guys yes a lot of short guys in dragon uh, ball short yeah. kings and I'm short kings baby yeah well occasionally you'll get like a guy who's like seven feet tall and looks like a professional wrestler and they're always the weakest yeah. one <laughs> real and i don't know if that's a statement or what yeah. that is well you know what uh sorry i'm having a brain fart uh yeah, I don't know how we've never come to this conclusion before that there is like a political statement being made by the big guy little guy dynamic in in Dragon Ball Z that this is about like short men trying to like assert their own power yeah. in the world. Oh, it's was... very like a ton of a uh, like Japanese bagel bosses is kind of the vibe. <laughs> <laughs> I was struggling to remember Luisa uh Diaz's name, but she's always going off about how tall privilege has been too much for too long and I'm with her on that, you know. And I'm glad that Dragon Ball is helping perpetuate that message that tall ass dudes No, <laughs> I cannot I cannot co-sign this kind of Alan... hate speech. Against a, a normally docile people <laughs> who are always there to get things at the top Listen, of shelves. Short been, people are the most oppressed people on this planet. You've been a, a helpful ambassador to your people. And I see now that some tall men can be helpful <laughs> in situations. Yeah, you can't just judge the tall like that. We have very weak joints. If I may, it- it's very hurtful when we also have to suffer our, our public <laughs> image on top of our our, our weak uh, uh, fabricated Just for bodies. Some context: how, how tall? I know Patak. You're you're probably like you're a good solid six foot and or above human, right? I am Whoa, six foot nice. two, and no one has ever guessed that because I am permanently in a <laughs> U shape. Yeah, that's like the the most uh, structurally sound shape for a bridge. So that's good. That's what I. That's what. That's but what then, I do. Uh, Katie and Jeremy, how tall are you guys? Oh, I'm like five three. <laughs> right. I'm a, Vegeta I'm, height. I'm like five ten or something. I don't know. They they stopped really measuring me with any sort of vigor yeah. around like yeah. age like yeah. twenty two. I, I didn't get the numbers. They just like stopped really doing it. I actually yeah. don't know so how I'm tall I am. Like, ten of you. <laughs> Dan, you're like six four no, though, right? No, I'm, how tall I think are you? I'm exactly your height. Oh, but I've I, been I'm on a lot of dates with. Yep. I didn't mean to dunk on tall people when our guests. I have no idea. You're just a face on the screen to me, baby. Hey, you know what? You're better off dunking on tall people because you're never hey. going to get that net. I will say, sorry, <laughs> honey. You're low to the ground. <laughs> a lot of people have told me that they're surprised to find out how tall I am, even though I've like hung out with them because I carry myself with their area. Uh, short jacked guy sort of vibe yeah you don't have a tall voice yeah yeah dense like a trapezoid vibe (laughs) no just just a small rectangle (laughs) 
Okay. Yeah, like what's his name? Who's that comic? A, um, yeah, SpongeBob. Our gay SpongeBob. Friend, SpongeBob. <laughs> Wait, can you? Can somebody explain that to me? I missed this. I just saw a SpongeBob gay <laughs> question mark trending. Just did a stupid tweet where it's like Happy Pride Month, and it just did a bunch of pictures of like cartoon characters with rainbows, and then you know the one angry gamers of the world's like SpongeBob's gay. Well, okay, so two things. Two things. One is that I've been hearing the the idea that SpongeBob is gay since I was like, I mean, since SpongeBob came out, basically, I knew yeah. that like gay people had kind of like adopted him as a bit of a uh, like in the same way that I think uh, black people adopted Piccolo. There's kind of this idea of like Piccolo. we we get who SpongeBob is, but it's also just like in a campy way, like <laughs> yeah. in a way that like the Baba Duke accidentally became a gay icon mm-hmm. like two exactly. Ago. But then the other thing is, surprisingly enough, I was, you know, because we're getting ready to do our bonus after this, I was like, well, I got to go to One Angry Gamer for sure. He's got a SpongeBob take. No SpongeBob take. Oh, One Angry Gamer is probably not. What? A, he probably, because there's a lot of homoerotic imagery in SpongeBob, so he's probably let that one go a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> or he's slipping. Maybe he's busy. <laughs> he, he only, wait, where, where is this uh, he only SpongeBob does the... homoerotic imagery? Are, you are these like the deviant art drawings? <laughs> no, I'm talking about in the show. J- just type that in. Just type that into your that. computer and just see what <laughs> we're episode Where they get in a big muscle, Patrick and SpongeBob get in a big muscle man fight in a wrestling ring and they're like super jacked. And mm-hmm. then they rip each other's clothes off and they're each wearing uh, underwear of the other person's color. So it's like, oh, you're wearing pink, you're wearing yellow. And then they like hold hands and skip into the sunset. And it's yeah. like very Tom Hell of yeah. Finland. Yeah, <laughs> you know what? Just to start a fight, uh, it would be a good idea for Funimation one year to be like Happy Pride Month, and then a bunch <laughs> of Goku's in a row. Just like Goku, uh, black and Rose Goku, like sixty nineing or some shit. Yeah, just Goku kissing <laughs> like, I himself. Know it's, I, it's like the joke logline that I always do for our show is like the the premise of our show is what if Goku was gay? But like truly, it would explain yeah. so many things about Goku if he was gay. I yeah know. the fact that he seems to just he hate did, yeah, his wife. Yeah, I mean, he's 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 ace, man. He is, has is no Goku, sexuality. Yeah. Is Goku the? I thought he was like the little boy. No, nah, he was in the bandages. No, Goku, he's in the bandages this episode. Oh. He looks like a mummy, and we will gotcha, be getting gotcha. around to that. Hold off on my DBZ Kai questions. Thank you. I know oh, it's man. tough. I know <laughs> every week. Every week you want to talk about it. Next episode, out of just curiosity. Back to if he is gay or asexual, <laughs> he could have been gay before dying, losing part of his brain that makes him human, and then becoming asexual. I he just he loves hanging out with the homies so much, though. Like that's you gotta true. wonder you know why what? he wants to surround himself with muscle men all the time. Jer- Jeremy, you're actually making a good point because, like, a really common thing with like young lesbians before they realize they're gay is it's just like you always have this conversation where it's like, um, yeah, I just like I'm so picky, you know, I'm just like so picky about who I date, but I, you know, and why would I do that when I could just hang out with you guys all the time so i feel like right. like goku has like a like a 15 year old closet case version of that where it's just like he doesn't even realize he's gay it's just like yeah like i have a wife but right. I, you I, know, just I just love powerful prefer- warriors yeah i just love <laughs> flexing with the fellas i just <laughs> like the beaches at fire island they're nicer than the ones on the mainland i, I like yeah. to fight on them and destroy them 
Oh man, this oh, was a ju- we got to ask Dan more anime questions. Yeah, okay, please. wait, I, I know what it is. Okay, so before we started, uh, uh, we were talking to you, and you said that you you were under you were surprised that nothing really happened to this episode. Um, yeah, I, I got the vibe that this was a kind of a setup episode. Yes. Now, what if I told you this is a re-edited version of the show that is faster and originally. <laughs> It is 90% setup episodes with 10% very strangely paced fighting episodes. I mean, I, I would suggest that, I mean, that I guess means, uh, I guess that the Japanese just have a longer attention span, right? Or do Americans watch the long version? They did. did. Yeah. They we we had to until people, you know, uh, our top scientists analyzed the show and were like, oh, we don't need the arc where Piccolo remember- discovers vaping. At one point in, like, early high school, and I started, like, smoking weed, and I started, like, you know, when you transition to hang out with, like, the weed kids, and I always thought, like, uh-huh. anime was lame, and then I found out all the weed kids would wake up early to watch Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, they did. And I was like, damn, I fucked up. I should have embraced the culture the whole time and been <laughs> cool with the weed guys. Yeah, no, I feel like I feel like there's a very real connection between certain anime franchises and being a real chill stoner and that's why i am destined to be a side character man i'm everyone's (laughs) sidekick i'm wearing a wacky shirt i'm watching dragon ball z and i'm really high saying i don't think we should go in that cornfield you guys (laughs) (laughs) so it just sounds like you have a peripheral relationship to dragon ball z throughout your entire life like you're always kind of like Where's around people watching Dragon Ball Z, afraid to dip so, yeah. your toes in. I I don't like starting a new. I'm a very afraid of new things. Mm. What are your are you greatest fears? My greatest fears, I'd say, uh, not being accepted is one, which I fucked up by not liking Dragon Ball Z already. Mm. <laughs> uh, not being able to kickflip, which I could do uh, one out of fifty. You know, one out of fifty times. Not that's bad. not bad. Yeah, you know. That's it. Those are the two. Those oh, are the okay. Two, <laughs> two is really stemming from one. <laughs> the kickflip is still haunting you? You're still worried about it? Oh, with each year that goes by, like, my knees hurt now for no reason. It's, it's one over. day I'm not going to be able to do it zero, oh, yeah. you know, zero out 50 times, and it's going to be rough. This is what I'm talking about, <laughs> tall people with joints. My elbows are fucked. That sounds like a you problem, friend. You know what? I think this is one of my few chances to have another lifting conversation, so we're going to go back to that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's go. Yeah, all Heavy right. boys, let's go. Uh, d- Dan, what's the strongest you've ever been? I would say <laughs> I, probably like four and a half years ago before I started doing stand-up was the strongest I've ever been. <laughs> Whoops. I wow. see a correlation. <laughs> it's impossible. It's impossible to do both 100%. It, it really is, especially when I wasn't doing. I'm not doing either at 100. I I don't think I've ever done anything 100. percent Have you guys ever done anything 100? percent No. No. I like to think I do everything 100. <laughs> percent Oh yeah. You like I'm to fucking, think that you do, but you know you don't. I'm fucking real, real, dude. I'm a real ass dude. That's I a real Dragon like, Ball Z mindset. Exactly. Like, um, people who are like, I give 100 percent, or like those real like work hard 
play hard, like, sociopath, like, life guru types where you're like, I made a hundred million dollars just with my mind and this mm-hmm. watch. <laughs> Work mm-hmm. hard, play hard, give a hundred percent of everything you do a hundred percent of the time, and you can have a haircut like mine. You know what I mean? Like I'm those... tossing you a football, and I'm teaching yeah. you a lesson. <laughs> real, real fucking psychopath shit. <sighs> Um, at the peak of your strength training, was this for anything? Was it for a sport or anything? I think so. I started. I played a little bit uh, basketball in high school, but I was really skinny. And then I was like, "Well, I should put on a little bit of weight to play basketball better." And then at some point, when I lost friends and was in the gym all the time, I was like, "Maybe I'll stop playing basketball and just get jacked." And then I realized I couldn't get jacked because, like. My uh, like my skeleton doesn't allow for it. You know what I mean? Yeah, like you can't grow your skeleton. So I was just like putting. It's like Dude. if I gave you a ton of beef in just like a small bowl, what are you gonna do with that? What are you gonna beef? do with it? What do you just have beef in a bowl? It doesn't yeah. give you a big <laughs> juicy bowl like Michael B. Jordan has in the last yeah. Rocky movie, or like Broly, or like Broly in the last Rocky movie. <laughs> <laughs> It's not um, like, I feel like Pete Davidson is someone that's got a good bowl for beef, but one day Pete Davidson is going to get some. He's not putting any beef, beef in his bowl. One day he's going to wake up. <laughs> one day Pete's going to wake up and understand what he has. <laughs> I mean, the kid's only like 22, right? Like he's got time to realize that all he has to offer is to get jacked. He's got to be in his mid-20s now. He can't stay know. young forever. <laughs> he's kind of 22 forever in a way. It sounds like he, he kind of killed Mac Miller in a way. Yeah. <laughs> and so yeah. I don't really, like, forgive him for that. Yep. I also, yeah, I don't trust that. Anyone who gets famous when they're young is just stunted at whichever point they became famous. That's why, like, you know, Metallica are such douchebags because they all became right. famous they're when 18, they were, like, 18 forever. Yeah. So he's, like, yeah, he is 22 forever, and that's why he's, like, yeah, I'm a serious actor now. I'm dating an older woman. I'm like, all right, bitch, whatever. He's the only one <laughs> who can wear those movie? dresses. No, did you? No. I I, I wanted to I watch will... it. I had passive interest because it is a quarantine-ish situation still. But guess right. what? It's $20 you want to watch. I know. I'm not paying $20 be silly. <laughs> yeah, I will watch it for free. I'm yeah, not can somebody explain that to and me? And not for Pete. I'm watching it for Bill Burr. <laughs> I want to see yeah. Bill Burr, but here's the thing: no other movie is a twenty dollar rental. Why is this one twenty dollars? Only the anything that's new that's coming out is a twenty dollar rental because that's what you would have paid at the theater, and you see, you're getting the exact same experience. Aha! Uh-huh. So you would think, unless you, like many fine young comedians, have purchased the AMC Movie Pass. <laughs> Allowing for free movie viewing where you bring in your own hard-boiled eggs and eat them in the theater when the lights go out so that people can see you eating eggs. You're a monster. It's the only way to get enough protein. You are a villain. I would be so mad. I would be so mad if I was in the theater with you. Oh my God. If I saw saw Alex eating hard-boiled eggs and I didn't know him next to me, I think... And I saw his like biceps, you know, one and one would connect, and I'd be like, "Hey, I respect your dedication <laughs> to your body. This is Let a good get... use of eggs." I would oh, think no, no. He's, macros, some, he's from some obscure Eastern European ethnicity, and this is just <laughs> how they act over there. 
I well, here's the thing. I was in a Saw movie scenario, and I'm like, they're about to lock me the fuck in here. I need to go. It's dark. You're not going to see the eggs. What will happen is you're going to smell something, and you're not going <laughs> to know what it is. You're not going to know what it is. You think, I can't, you think I can't identify a hard-boiled egg? <laughs> but if you were in a movie theater, like a dark movie theater, you'd be like, you well, it's not an egg. a hard-boiled egg. You're right. You're right. Okay. <laughs> Is it just? Be, did yeah, they, they got a new kind of popcorn or something. Yeah, they did. They have there. bad popcorn. <laughs> Is this a kind of popcorn you can get? <laughs> no, it's me getting six to eight grams of protein. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nosh roll. <laughs> it's disgusting. Those were the days. I think the last movie I saw was Sonic. <laughs> How was it? Oh, it's good. I mean, it does have. A point where you look back on it and you're like, why do they make Sonic best friends with a cop? I feel like now in these <laughs> turbulent times, that's the last thing we needed. Right. Damn. All Sonics are bastards, man. All Sonics oh, are bastards. Yeah, Sonics are bastards. Was Dr. Robotnik, that was Jim Carrey? Yeah, Alex's oh, favorite Jim actor. Oh, Jim Carrey. Did he put on he's weight? Not my or did he just he's not my favorite. He's your favorite. Robot. He's your biggest comedic influence. You always to answer Dan's this. question. Shut sh- you. Shut up. <laughs> You're always saying it. <laughs> I did. I've never said it. I just look like Jim Carrey, you according Jim to Carrey. the preacher who lived next to me in Bushwick, <laughs> who would see me and go, "Jim Carrey." But that's besides the point. Um, he does a wonderful job portraying a skinny Robotnik. See, all right, I don't like that. Yeah, it's like all that. in his performance. He makes no effort to become Robotnik. Robotnik merely becomes Jim Carrey. He should have put on like 200 pounds and submerged himself in a metal orb. <laughs> like a Christian Bale, Jim, uh, Christian Bale Robotnik. <laughs> <laughs> just wake up one day confusing. like... <laughs> he's just walking around town like, Where is the hedgehog? That blasted hedgehog. <laughs> just method acting. <laughs> he's always capturing rabbits <laughs> what else does Robotnik do flowers <laughs> didn't we have a <laughs> didn't we do a bit once what? where he had like a big dick or something probably I don't know no one knows what you're talking about am I confusing Robotnik so I know the end of Mario Bowser is in like the half metal clown orb Robotnik is also in some kind of floating. Thing, yeah, right? he floats he borrows... around in like a like a Professor X sort of flying wheelchair thing. Gotcha, gotcha. He that might was gonna be well... my riff. Was uh maybe he like he needs it to carry his big dick around? Yeah, I'm okay, all right. Match all right. the pods vibe, you know. He's never just walking around. If that's your question, there's always some large vessel he could put his huge dick in. <laughs> <laughs> so I think it does hold up in that way. Um, and on that note, we are around 30 minutes in. I think it's time to move on to recapping <laughs> Dragon Ball Z Kai episode 19. Beautiful. Let's go. Great work, everybody. Okay. Hey, everyone. It's me, Sonic the Hedgehog. Yo, just wanted to say that you know something that never gets old or slow? It's the great anime podcast, Ballin' Out Super number one. I can't believe it. Uh, th- this isn't a plug for that, just more they're great shirts. I have one, and people turn on the street and scream when they see me wearing it. They see me, and I'm just wearing it in a shirt and my little hedgehog dicks hanging out the bottom, slapping the ground with my surprisingly giant hedgehog dick. That's me, Sonic the Hedgehog. Got a jet. <laughs> Excuse me, I've been drinking seltzer and I got the burps. Ooh, um, you're bad. 
<laughs> I know. I'm so stupid. <laughs> um, the title of this episode is A Powerful New Foe, Frieza, Ruler of the Universe. When I saw this title, I'm like, damn, we just zipping on by in Dragon Ball Z Kai. I know. I can't believe we're here already. Damn. Damn. Time spe- flies. Speaking of damn, Dan, have you? do you know about Frieza? So... I've heard about him again just from the zeitgeist. I was more confused by there's the Dragon Ball Z Kai and then Dragon Ball Z other suffixes. And I didn't know what the, like, very, why that happened. Oh, so the Kai is the re-edit I was telling you about. Oh, Kai means faster in uh, Japanese, I assume. I think Hayai is faster. You know I'm learning Japanese? Japanese. I'm in a quarantine. That doesn't surprise me <laughs> at all. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. I'm it's been three ass. months. <laughs> I'm moving past the embarrassing ass. stage to the point where I'm like, I'm like doing, I'm like, I'm asking where your biblioteca is now and shit. I'm like, I'm, 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 I'm Americajin through and through. Let's do this. Biblioteca in Japanese. <laughs> I haven't learned specifically biblioteca. <laughs> I've learned, uh, what is it? You you is you binkyaku is a post office. So I'll okay. see you never at the you you binkyaku stamps. Tokyo after quarantine. Tax to go to Tokyo after, <laughs> <laughs> Tokyo after quarantine and just show off his six two white biceps and <laughs> get a modeling gig. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are you guys are going to be out of host pretty soon. I know it's going to be just me. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy Katie. is also modeling. Mental break. <laughs> the podcast. Your favorite, Katie. The star back, of the show. Back to stamps.com. Don't you hate going to the Yubinkyaku? <laughs> 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 they also kept telling me how to say, I'll draw you a map. Why would I ever say that? That's something they I've would say I've never done you. that in my life. That's something like if you were looking for directions, they would say that to you. So you need to know, I guess, how they'd say it. Oh, I think how they'd say it is like, hey, dipshit, you know, like something like that. No one's offering to draw each other a map without a hostility like attached. Of the Japanese drawing you a map, but it's just one of those intricate like drawings of like a tidal wave. <laughs> <laughs> Again, for the listeners, I'm Chinese, so I'm Asian, but anti-Japanese. Yeah. <laughs> Draw you a picture of like a tanuki like fucking a woman. Yeah, that means uh, Main Street. Oh my god. <laughs> We're falling victim to Asian factionalism, and that is not, not what this podcast is about. When, when China the- invades, you guys are all good. I'll, I will. Oh my god! My yeah, nice. I legitimately. We've been learning Japanese for like three months. And we're like, America's looking pretty bad. Maybe we should skip town. Where do you want to go? Well, not Japan, because that's where China's going first. <laughs> <laughs> we're learning this language for no reason. Agreed. It's not safe. <laughs> I've been watching. I've been marathoning that History Channel show alone where they send survivalists to just, like, live off the land until they go crazy. And I'm like, yeah, I guess I'll just, like, go to South America and build a shack out of bamboo. Fuck it. Let's go. (laughs) I'll be dead in 20 seconds because I'm allergic to everything. But it's a nice fantasy to have. Mm. Okay, I'm going to talk about (laughs) Dragon Ball now. All right, let's talk about (laughs) Dragon Ball. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, We open up. 
in a spaceship that zip zaps through the <laughs> outer space, and we uh, zoom. zoom in on Bulma, who's in her business bed, uh, very much KRL style in her underwear. Uh, this episode uh, has rare underwear Bulmas. Yeah, the holographic card, if you will. Yeah. She's surrounded by snacks and magazines. She's clearly been lounging, and she uh, complains She picks up a beer that, that just says beer. Yeah, she fucking cracks <laughs> one as she wakes up. That rules. Yeah. Turns to her roommate, an adult man and a baby. <laughs> She says she wishes she had built a hibernation chamber. And then she goes, uh, so uh, you guys are image training still? And I I just got to say, guys, image training's bullshit. They're just playing pretend, right? Yes. Yeah, like, we're going to talk about this probably for at least 20 of the 30 minutes allotted. What the fuck <laughs> was this? They're clearly just ignoring her. <laughs> She wakes yeah, up and cracks a beer, and she goes, it's 5 o'clock somewhere. Oh, you guys aren't listening. <laughs> yeah, they go, you're image training. And what image training is, is Krillin and Gohan are sitting across from each other, like closing their eyes and sweating like they're holding in a poo. And then we go in their minds, and they're fighting each other. But I'm like, that's literally nothing. They're literally just like, they're just playing pretend. They're just like, thinking <laughs> about fighting. They're just like, Unless man, it was wouldn't a it be new cool technique. if we were fighting? <laughs> And then and then I do a destructo disc. <laughs> but I dodge it. I dodge it. Damn. <laughs> and then Gohan wins and he's like, "Wow, Gohan, you're really good at pretend." <laughs> the thing about it is that like once you open this door, then it kind of opens the possibility that all of this is like some snow globe shit and like actually it's all been dreams. Right. Wow, it's that's a, a good real point, Jeremy. It's a there, real like Maybe this is all a Yu-Gi-Oh situation. There's something like object, like you can be objectively better at our imaginary space pretend fight. Like you won <laughs> somehow. We agree on that. Yeah. Somehow training is less important in the imagined fight than in real life. <laughs> Gohan wins a lot of the imagined fights. So as yeah, a newer person, oh sorry, as a newer oh, no. person to anime, I will say, uh, anime is really good at like accentuating just like groans and grunts and like whoa like whoa uh, yeah. a lot Go! of like, guttural noises anime excels it's it's really great it's yeah. true i've grown pretty I, good at it myself we should make a soundboard <laughs> i want a soundboard so bad it's I've, it's all i've ever wanted i wanted one from day one it's so hard to fucking coordinate i know it's yeah. weirdly hard you know what's funny is this is an extremely achievable goal we will never hear the end of now that we brought it up. But uh, here's some more sounds we could do. What about a... Oh! Oh, I always thought it'd be really funny to to pull the clip from uh, Fighter Z where it goes, here comes a powerful warrior. Yeah, that <laughs> is pretty that, good. Uh, subscribers of this show's Patreon, they, they have these ideas and they just don't want to go the extra mile for you. <laughs> so demand that they do. Yeah, it's your Not only are you inside the show. <laughs> Not only are you inside the show operating against the Japanese people, but also the Patreon. <laughs> Unacceptable. You know Agents of chaos. No. Fighting for the people. I love it. Dan's here to shake it up and 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 get, you know, we've been complacent for too long. Yeah, man. I'm He's ready. A- I welcome our new Chinese overlords. Let's go. <laughs> 
This is an anti-podcast reactionary rebellion. It must be crushed. It must be crushed before it gets too much leeway. All right, but what else would we put on the soundboard? David Citric already made a soundboard. I know, but it's all you saying anti-Semitic stuff. No, yeah, we want, we want, I want a Dragon Ball Z yeah, like, like specifically like clips of the show and stuff, not our show. Who gives a shit? Like some mm. beam sound, some explosion sound would be yeah. nice. Oh, Master uh, Roshi prob- saying things. Yeah, Roshi yeah, laugh. Yeah, probably would be some good. people saying monkey. Monkey. Oh, yeah. And that way you can be like, I didn't say it, they said it. They that said Frieza it. Oh. said that. Speaking of that, in, in the uh, the like previously on kind of like forward, there was a very like black faced individual. Yes, and I was like, oh, this is, uh, <laughs> it was there. Yeah. It's uh, no good. Yeah, I hadn't noticed. <laughs> <laughs> look, look, he wasn't in this episode. Maybe he won't come up again for a while. It's fine. <laughs> His name is Mister Popo, and he speaks a funny language. Only he speaks. I uh, oh. I almost bought these cute pair of pants that had Dragon Ball characters embroidered on them this weekend. I was really psyched, and I noticed that Popo was at the end of it, and I was like, can't mm, be doing can't that. Do <laughs> can't Maybe that's the spot that. where I put over my little patch, my cool patch I've been meaning to put on the pants. <laughs> uh, anyway, hey, how about this? Dragon Ball. Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in conclusion, image imagine training is bullshit. Yeah. Yes. Uh so Bulma agrees and she goes, How about you imagine cleaning up this fucking mess? <laughs> <laughs> How about you Boom. imagine my foot in your ass? Bulma. Yeah, and they're like <laughs> And they're like, But Bulma, you made this mess and she's like, I'm the captain. Why don't you do it as respect for me as a captain or a woman? And she storms off and Krillin's like, you're so lazy. You won't even put pants on. I'm like, Krillin, it's quarantine. Who cares? Who cares, cares, Krillin? (laughs) When are you going to get a girlfriend, Krillin? Remember when Krillin was scheming to share a sleeping bag with her last episode? Where did that go? Yeah, a lot of that anger has been redirected into his imagine fights with the (laughs) five-year-old. One of those short jack guys was trying to sleep with her. Yeah, I mean, Whoa. I I th- I feel like Krillin's always trying to sleep. Yeah, he's, he's got real simp energy. Krillin trying to get that <laughs> <Yeah>. goop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, can we just as a side note? <laughs> Disgusting. Krillin, this episode and last episode has a sweet flat brim with his own damn name on yeah, it. Yeah, that shit rules. Yeah, Krillin's. Uh, outfit wasn't as good this week, but last week that flat brim paired with that like very nineties like living single patchwork jacket was yeah mwah, very good like excellent. Now I know Alex and I keep and saying then we never that see gonna, him try again. We we keep saying we're gonna get these uh, uh, matching bucket hats, but I am now leaning towards the idea of us getting matching uh, hats that say our own first names on them. I would love that. I would what love if... that so much. <laughs> Okay, synthesis. What if bucket hats with their own names? Okay, on them? I could do that. I, <laughs> it's so bad, I've almost come back around on it. Like bucket hats have been out long enough that, like, maybe you two will make it back. Who knows? You think they're out, but they're just on the sidelines waiting to they're get just, in. They're just getting Mitch, started. You no, know I know what's in season. Don't say that. They're me. just Get waiting to here. be worn on podcasters' heads with their own first names on them. <laughs> the world has been waiting for fashion icons like me and Alex. 
I swear that I have said this on this podcast before, but when I was in college, I lived in a dorm with a kid who is a quote-unquote professional beer pong player, and he would walk around. Yeah, ew. And he would walk around. With a T-shirt with his own name on it all the time. Well, that's pretty sick. Like on, like <laughs> daily. Like he must have had like five made. What What was his name? Kevin Daniels. See, I remember it. Oh, so that sounds about right. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, we're mocking him, but you know, brand recognition extremely strong yeah. in the Kevin Daniels camp. <laughs> yeah, that was like over a decade ago, and I remember that kid's name. So kudos to Kevin Daniels. Is this, like is this mocking him, or is this one of your guys' like paid ads? <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Daniels. Have you guys ever wondered? I love beer pong, but I wish. <laughs> It was higher stakes. KevinDaniels.com, professional. Do you do you hate going on the naked lap? <laughs> With Kevin Daniels, you'll sink all the shots and make the enemy go on the naked what does lap. What does that mean? Oh, you never played. There's like stakes if you lose a beer pong, if it's like a good party. And what the naked yeah, lap is you, you run, run naked. around. Yes. Yeah, there is a humiliating journey you are forced upon. <laughs> Damn! Clearly, Alex has been to some really good parties. Yeah, yeah it sounds like a fun parties ass like party. at my house with <laughs> my homies. <laughs> uh oh, some real. You gotta run shit. around naked. Uh oh, this is a good yeah, party. Some Goku shit, my man. <laughs> I was about to say nothing. Nothing Goku here, fellas. <laughs> it was just okay. me. It was SpongeBob. It was Goku. It's Friday night. We all got tall boys. I'm sinking bounce shots. Goku's popping off his gi. <laughs> and then who shows up? The kid from Steven Universe. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, Bulma pontificates. Hey, you. I wonder where that Vegeta creep and my future husband went off to. Uh, he doesn't have a home planet. I, I wonder where he went. Maybe you remember how that other guy said he used to do genocide. Maybe they went to the, one of their old genocide places. They went to a highway rest stop in space. Meanwhile, in space, uh, <laughs> there's a pod flying through and it's Vegeta. And he's like, man, I'm so fucked up. And then the announcer comes in. 18 long days have gone by since Vegeta had his ass handed to him. (laughs) I'm still laughing about it. It's funny. Yeah. Meanwhile, in a weird space castle, there's a bunch of little uh, guys in Saiyan outfits going, who is that? It can't be Lord Frieza. He just left. Oh, no. It's Vegeta. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Yeah. And uh, I want to talk about this part because... So Vegeta's pod crashes, so they can and and they send three guys to go collect him. And I know that they imply that all the Saiyans are mostly dead, so they just have these people in Saiyan armor to make up. But the people they send to go get him is a lizard man, a dog, <laughs> and what appears to be just like a normal uh-huh. dude. Like not his, even... his facial hair is wild though. He looks so big, but he's so small. No, he just looks like a dude that works at the record store. He's like, I, 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 I go back and watch that episode. He looks like nothing else in this entire is, show. Is this at the end where they, they, they're on like that green planet and they all like just ships keep crashing into it? No, no, no that's Namek. even before that. Oh, damn. Yeah, this is, okay, so everyone in Frieza's army essentially wears a Beyonce leotard. Yes, I did. I did remember thinking those outfits are fucking mm-hmm. sick. 
<laughs> they are Thanks. sick, but here's the thing. Not all of them can pull it off, and it's really tragic <laughs> to watch. They should have more variants. There should be kind of like a Project Runway Dragon Ball Z crossover for that. <laughs> yeah, like way more room for like just looks. Uh, okay. yeah, these uniforms. <laughs> uh, maybe maybe do those again. Yeah, how about uh, yeah, not. Yeah, how about <laughs> yeah. uh, how about not? wear a hat just... like Krillin. I just think it's a really good power move. Like, you have an outfit that you know you look amazing in, so you give your ugly friend the same outfit, so it just points out how much better you look in the outfit when you see someone else in it. That is also an extremely Frieza move, who is an incredibly petty bitch who would love for everyone else to look like (laughs) shit. (laughs) (laughs) It's my special day, and I need to be the star. We're all wearing armor skirts. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's a theme party. I don't care how bad you think your legs look. No, they're all his <laughs> bridesmaids. Constantly. <laughs> um, so they uh, they take Vegeta and they put him in some goo. And a lizard presses a button and says yes. And now he's all better. I loved that. I don't know. <laughs> like, at what part of the decision-making process are they like, the scientist should say something? Mm, <laughs> yes. <laughs> he says, yes, presses a button, and now he's out of the goo, and he's naked, and he's like, sorry about your tail, bro. And he's like, well, I'll worry about that later. And he smirks. Vegeta smirks because he's, like, oh. so naked and so strong. On that tail bit, I definitely recall thinking, like, damn, on this children's cartoon, they're just going to draw a butthole. Yeah. <laughs> I realized it was a, a small tail. It kind of looks like a cat's butthole. Yeah. A chopped off tail. Uh, and then Vegeta <coughs> is walking down the hallway when he sees this this purple smarmy bitch. Who, what's his name again? Do you either Quee. remember? Queef. 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 So Queef was like... Uh, you know, smirking and, 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 and he's like, Ooh, the mighty Vegeta seems you're put in your place. Was Earth well, he has like a weird ass way of phrasing it where he's like, Oh, Vegeta, one of our mutual faves <laughs> appears to have gotten his ass beat. <laughs> but then he also is like, he twists the knife in a really weird way where he's like, I heard Nappa and Raditz had it even worse. And you're like, they died. What the fuck? Oh, That's actually really I, insensitive of you. Those I are for- dead people. <laughs> I forgot real fast that before he sees that guy, he asks the scientist where Frieza is. And he's like, oh, he left. And they have some back and forth. And basically, <laughs> Vegeta um, calls like, Frieza, uh, a purple bastard. He's like, that purple bastard can shove it. And I'm like, yes. Yes, get him. I love, love, like, how Vegeta just, like, hates literally everybody. Fuck your boss. Yeah. (laughs) Dude, yeah. It's funny that they they went out of their way to be like, yeah, Frieza is uh, busy. He left. As if this isn't the first time we're ever meeting Frieza. So, like, nobody watching this for the first time is like, yeah, well, uh, suspension of disbelief here. Where's Frieza? Or, e- <laughs> or even heard of him, right? Although, yeah. like, an important plot update is that Frieza is somehow, for some reason, monitoring the scouters, hears about the Dragon Balls, and then beats <laughs> Vegeta to the scoop 
to get to planet Namek to get all the Dragon Balls, which means he's just like doing nothing all day, but just listening to this walkie talkie conversation. Yeah. So basically when he's getting dunked on by big old purple queef, he basically reveals that Frieza left to go get the Dragon Balls on his own. And Vegeta's like, oh, fuck. And he runs off to chase to planet Namek. Yeah, yeah. Also, whenever they talk about Frieza, they call him the big man. And then you're like, you mean Santa? (laughs) (laughs) Is this this show really about Santa? That's like Santa's origin story. Yes, if instead of bringing you presents, he brought you death. Was Frieza also the one that uh, he mentioned like, oh, I bet like Earth wasn't so nice to you. And then he had a flashback to getting like the shit getting kicked out of him. No, that was Earth? Kui. Kui. Oh, oh, Kui. Okay. So Kui See, is you're the confused little, uh, because they confused. they talk about Frieza incessantly, but he's pretty much not in the episode. You see him for a second at the very end. Uh, also, every human-looking character, every like male human-looking character has the exact same face, just different body sizes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's what that's what people look like, if you ask me. That's true. Um, I've never actually looked at anyone's face, to be honest. Well, also, there is some weird, cheap animation stuff in this that is so obvious that they had to write it into the script, which we'll get into. (laughs) So first, uh, we we cut to the hospital where a nurse is watching Mummy Goku do crunches. And she's like, (laughs) Mummy Goku, you can't do this. You're a fucking mummy. And Roshi runs up behind her and gooses her. And she's like, I literally don't get paid enough. <laughs> I'm an essential worker. <laughs> You're a dirty old man. Watching Goku do those crunches made me so mad. Because do you know how many he'd have to do for it to be worth it? He'd have to do like a billion crunches. He'd be doing See, them for days. This man has lifted before. He understands. <laughs> it's a waste of time. I do like that they included like a sexual predator old man as like a a character in a children's show. Yeah, yeah, he, just in oh, case yeah. you were concerned about whether or not this is from Japan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's he, a beloved he, archetype. Not only is he in this show, because like at least Dragon Ball Z was like kind of edgy about fighting. He's from the original Dragon Ball, which was like a beloved fantasy tale about little kids. <laughs> like it's just And also their pervert old man yeah, friend. Yeah. <laughs> He literally, like, when uh, Goku first meets him when he's a little boy, he has to bring him a porno mag so he can train with him, I believe. Wait, that's, yeah. that's real? Yes. Yeah. Hell but, yeah. Maybe but, I'll watch I mean, the series. When you're young, like, sometimes you just got to bring people a porno mag. That is what it's yeah, like. That's, that's part of growing up. Yeah, you, you didn't have any, like, you never had any adventures where you had to bring an old man a porno mag to get something? <laughs> Can't say I have, Alex. Can't say I have. Better look inward on that one. The audience will back me up for this. (laughs) My people will confirm me. So the doctor comes in and he's like, I'm a man and I'm reasonable, but uh, you need to rest or stay here forever. And then he calls uh, Master Roshi Grandpa Hampy Hands and he asks him to help him into the bed. And the nurse laughs and is like, ha ha, you do suck. Um, yeah, it's funny how hurt Roshi is by this. He really seems to take it to heart that he's like, I'm not Grandpa Happy Hands. But I think that's uh, realistic, because if you ever, like, real old men perverts, when you call them out, have no self-awareness, they're like, what? I'm gross? I thought the women were thrilled by my charms. It's like, no, dog, get out of here. <laughs> that is what I just kept thinking of George H.W. Bush. 
when he was on his way out, was like <laughs> groping everyone. <laughs> and but you know, like if he knew karate, I guess. Also, weird, <laughs> weird dialogue interchange here. At one point, the doctor is like, "I am not a maraca, sir. Get back in bed." Yeah, what the fuck was that? What, what was that? Mean? that? <laughs> was I was that... waiting for the second half of that. <laughs> I just wanted to hear if like anyone knew what he was talking about there. I had no idea. I think he meant like, "I'm not empty in the head." Don't shake me. <laughs> Don't shake me, for I am not a maraca. I'm not full of beans. <laughs> Cut it out. <laughs> I'm a doctor. <laughs> um, um, I'm full wait. of blood and people stuff. <laughs> so um, the doctor then says, uh, where's your wife? Where's this man's <laughs> wife? And we cut to Chi-Chi staring at the sky and being like, oh, my little Gohan. He has not written me a letter, even though he says he promised to write one every week. I'm like, bitch, he's in space. Yes, that made me so mad. You can't write a letter in space. Yeah, what, you can't go you to the Ubink Yaku. But but that lady was able to buy a beer branded beer in space. I don't know what's feasible in space anymore. That's a great point. Well, Imagine how much her. she could have brought it on the trip. She definitely brought it, but I'm just now imagining like if I was in space and I had like 30 beers being like, so do I just have one night where I drink all the beers? <laughs> right, yeah. Or do I have like two nights where I have still a lot of beers or am I just like <laughs> cooling it consistently this whole trip? You, you just wait for your two roommates to be in an intense stare-off, and it's like, this is the time. I want to drink all my beers. While they're, <laughs> these <laughs> nerds are staring at each other. 30 for 30, Boma drinking beers. <laughs> to be fair, uh, when quarantine happened and I would have days go by where I didn't have any work to do, I would just get extremely high to pass the time. So I, I feel Boma on that. Hell where it's yeah. just like, there's nothing else to do except get faded, I guess. Um, blah, blah, blah. Speaking of which, though, announcer shows up. 34 days has passed and zero <laughs> filler. Aren't you glad you're watching Kai? Now they're at Namek. They approach the green planet of Namek and they land and uh, Krillin and Gohan run out and they immediately make a meta excuse for lazy animation where they're like, huh, this landscape looks so much like Earth where <laughs> I was trained. It, Piccolo probably picked it be, because it looked familiar to him, not because our animators did not want to make a new background. Yeah. They it's almost as if we color idea. swapped the yeah. templates we already had. <laughs> they just couldn't think of a better idea than, like, what if it was, like, a green sky? I'm thinking, yeah. I'm thinking green. You know, they're green, sky is green. Things are green there. That's the planet. Well, because you're. This is the first time they're leaving the planet on the show ever. So this is the first time they ever have to imagine like what could another world look like. And they're like, well, but keep in mind, everybody, before we go crazy, we do still have to do Dragon Ball shit. So we are still going to need an endless plane of of plateaus. And they're like, oh well. And they're like, yeah, yeah, it'll have plateaus. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be only plateaus. <laughs> Earth, but green, of course. But the the planet's green from afar, so the the sky logic, the sky should be green. All right, I get why they didn't do it, but anyway. Also, Bola, wait, huge. I mean, I think you're about to say this, but they don't check if they can breathe at all no, before hopping yeah. out of the spaceship. Boma, Boma runs out. And she's like, 
you guys have to check to see if there's air first. And they're like, nag, nag, nag. I'm like, no, she's got a point, dog. <laughs> Wait, why, why did they pick that planet? I didn't understand. Because that was like a chill, like Snoop Dogg-esque planet. But I don't know why <laughs> they ended up there. Well, the reason that they're on Namek is... Oh, okay. Uh, so the dragon balls are magical balls that you collect all seven of them, and it summons a dragon, and it grants you yes. a wish. Ob- but obviously, yes. Obviously, that's a given. Their friend Piccolo was the source of the dragon balls, and he was killed in combat. And so they found the one other planet with dragon balls, and they're going there to wish Piccolo back. Of course, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, yeah. yeah. Jeremy, just, leave that pause in. <laughs> I will, yeah. Yeah, just very straightforward, logical storytelling. Nothing nothing convoluted here. Dan uh, Harmon's story circles. Piccolo <laughs> is dead, so you have to go to Namek. <laughs> uh, Bulma uh, whips out the Dragon Ball radar, and her and Krillin are ecstatic to see that it's working and they can find the Dragon Balls. When Gohan senses something, and so does Krillin. And Bulma's like, yeah, it's the Namekians. You remember we're on Namek. And Krillin's like, no, but it feels it feels pretty evil. And she's like, no, dog, it's just, it's just, it's fine. And then Krillin laughs awkwardly and, oh, shit, a sand spaceship. Never mind. And he says to Gohan, mask your energy, Gohan. Uh, thing you know how to do. Yeah. Right, Gohan, just, just, uh, <laughs> your power. <laughs> I know you're just like blasting it right now. Just go ahead and turn that off. Just turn that <laughs> off. <laughs> I'm regretting coming here with a five year old and a drunk. <laughs> I do like that every ship that landed on that planet seemed to just crash land. Like there's no actual landing protocol. <laughs> there's no wheels yeah, or anything. Yeah, they just, like, just, just like. <laughs> They're just fucking diving into the earth. Every <laughs> landing is a sully crash landing. <laughs> um, and then, uh, you know, he's like, uh, Bulma's like, we need to get the fuck out of here. And Krillin's like, all right, you need to tell everyone what's happening. Me and Gohan will stay here on this foreign planet, and you will go home and get Goku. And she's like, okay, that will take two months. And they're like, seems fine. And she's like, all right, but two months, though. And they're like, okay. And she's like, I know you've been watching Alone on History Channel and thinking you should survive <laughs> in the woods, sewing bamboo huts together and fishing, <laughs> but this is untested water. And they're like, it's fine. And she's like, okay, bye. Krillin is always ha- saying how he can whittle. He's always saying <laughs> that it's no big deal. <laughs> Uh, Vegeta crawls out of his crater and is already talking shit about Frieza. He's like, Frieza, you fucking freakazoid. I will covertly track the Dragon Balls with my scouter and steal them out from under you. Fuck, never mind, he's already here. Nice tail on your ass! Tail ass! (laughs) (laughs) Are the Dragon Balls heavy? Because they were holding them like they were really light. Well, they're very strong. Yeah, everybody's strong, strong, but not heavy necessarily. I imagine them being like uh, the Namekian balls. I imagine being like bowling balls. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're pretty about that size. They look like they're made of a, some sort of stone. Is a Namekian ball a dragon ball? Yeah, they're on, they're they're on Namek. So the dragon balls on Namek are Namekian balls, and we're thinking those are around ten pounders. <laughs> okay, yeah. Okay, so you could do solid like you know like you know 
lateral raises with them for like four by twelve or so. But they're completely smooth. I mean, these are going to be tough. Okay, okay. These are going to be tough to use. Yeah, you're going to need some sort of like friction gloves or something. Interesting. The moment I mean, you, you c- start sweating, my friend, they are falling right through your hands. <laughs> and, Why and do Goku never- is the one. He turns. He like he gets super. Like he goes super sane. He gets jacked. That's him. Yeah. Yeah. He loves doing that too. Dude, so do powerlifters, baby. That's it's, <laughs> Goku is just one of them. I once saw Peace a guy mode. squat 500 pounds, and he made he like it was like watching the show. <laughs> it's so cool. You guys ever um, see that? Yeah, it, it's scary. It, when I was uh like just out of college, I was being trained by a college-aged powerlifter who always wore Dragon Ball shirts. Hell yeah! And mm-hmm. he, I think, is now like the second or first ranked under 22 powerlifter. In the country, yeah, sounds like a That's guy who uh, knew how to push baby. past his limits. Yeah. How does he stay twenty-two? Is that a Pete Davidson style technique? Yeah, I think it's a dragon. He he got the Goku vibe from that. Just yeah, you know, don't don't age. He got famous in powerlifting at twenty-two, which means he stayed twenty-two. Uh, Sean Noriega, S E A N Sean, the cool Sean Noriega. If anyone out there wants to uh, watch a short, strong guy lift things. Follow him. Right. This is the balling out plug of the week. Yeah, that's my plug. It's Real ass dude really of the week, Sean Noriega. Yeah, check out Sean, yo. We did <laughs> it, man. I we made it. Balling out super. <laughs> yeah. I love watching strong, short men lift shit. Hell yeah. It's so much more interesting than watching a strong, tall man get something off the shelf. This is bigotry. <laughs> this is this is what bigotry Boo. looks like. When Boo. fascism rises, and you ask who's on the side of the police, it's the people. Too late, bitch! It's the nine. Low to the tall. ground. No, you leave. You leave my potato boys out of this. They're they're short to the ground. They're low to the ground so they can pick up rocks and use them as weapons. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Bulma calls Roshi, and she's like, hey, uh, you need to tell everyone what's happening, but not Chi-Chi, because she's a huge pain in the ass. Yeah. And as she's on the phone, Krillin and Gohan tremble, and a second Saiyan spaceship lands, and it's the exact same animation they used for Vegeta's ship. (laughs) So to cover it up, they go, didn't that ship fly by already? (laughs) It it looked like the same... They all look up at the sky, and at once they all go, "Wow, different ship, different." It's, <laughs> oh, you can tell. <laughs> That's writing one hundred and one. Confused us for a minute too, but no, definitely different. <laughs> Who the uh, fuck is in the second one? It's Frieza. It's yeah. Frieza, dude. I thought he was already there. He was late. He is lands Frieza in this guy that's like literally white, like. Okay, yeah. okay. He has horns and he sits in a magnetic floating wheelchair and he goes coo 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 coo. Every every bad guy seems to just float inside of a some kind of a contraption. And like so they can Robotnik put their him. huge dong in it. Uh-huh. Bad guys <laughs> have huge dongs. That's he's, true. Yeah. He's the most powerful like evil warlord guy. He's like the most important dude in their empire and he's flying around in one of these like shitty little death traps. <laughs> But you know, that's just what happens when, you, like, you get power. Like, I don't. All right, I shouldn't be talking about this outside of school. But I was a, uh, I was working on um one of the Marvel shows, and the girl who plays, 
What's well, someone's the, bragging over what's here. The lady what? did, what's the lady superhero? She's She was in season two of Breaking Bad. Oh. I should have... Anybody. Jesse Pinkman's girlfriend. Yeah, Jesse Pinkman's I girlfriend. I never watched Pat. I never. I haven't. I seen was a great PA. Pat. I have no idea what this person's name is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, she insisted on going everywhere on a little uh, scooter thing, even though it was a insurance risk because she could fall off and hurt herself. And she still insisted on it everywhere she went and would steal it and like go scoot around. And that's just what happens to you after a certain amount of money is you get a scooter. Huh? Hmm. Even if your legs work? Even if your legs, especially if your legs work. Yo, that's that's how the government works. Those things aren't that fast, though, so I would like the rich to be on them because I could easily tip that over. You think, except they're surrounded by the hounds. You know those little tiny smart cars that the cops sometimes drive around in? Oh, yeah, those little fucking roller skates. So back in the day, uh, they used to only have a door on one side. Yeah, I remember that. And oh, so you it could... used to be fashionable at protests to just tip those over so they'd get trapped inside. <laughs> yeah. Damn, that's funny. That's so fucking funny. The first person oh. who thought of that probably felt so satisfied. Oh, yeah. Six Absolute billion legend. dollars well spent, boys. Why All is right. there only one door? We're almost done. Uh Meanwhile, in a Numekian internment camp, uh, the red boy grabs a Dragon Ball and presents it to Lord Frieza. And this is our introduction to Frieza. He's floating, as we have established. And he's like, ah, yes, only three more to go. I love Dragon Balls. And then the announcer comes on. He's like, oh, fuck, there's a lot going on. Wow, we got this this guy, we got the the Jeets and uh will our heroes get their shit together? I don't know. Tune in next week, Dragon Ball. The person uh, I was that's... thinking of was Kristen Ritter and her character was Jessica Jones. There you yes. go. Oh, you worked on Jessica Jones? That's funny. Yeah, I mean I was the whipping boy. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I I know. Like being PA is basically like, uh, okay, so you are our personal bitch this week. Uh, please chase people out of the street for I four dollars an hour. I was the garbage man on a very prestigious program. Yeah, and Alex was like, uh, did you not know I have a anime themed podcast? <laughs> yeah. You're me oh this God. way. Oh, At least I know so when. You have a PA job. You're probably normal about it. Nothing would piss me off more when I used to have my old retail job and they'd be shooting something down the street because it was in Williamsburg. And people would be like, um, you know, I'd be just trying to get into the job and all the PAs and stuff would be like, you have to get out of the way. This is very important. I'm like, bitch, you're a PA. I know what this is. Like, oh, no, it me. brings out people's fucking Gestapo. It's crazy. Yeah. You get I'm drunk like, with no. power. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I don't care about this episode of fucking, like, CSI New York Brooklyn edition. Like, no one gives a shit. Like, get out of here. Yeah, that's the thing is it's like uh... at least least fascists create like a grand narrative about how they're like (laughs) turning their country into a hawk or whatever, you know? These guys are like fucking ruining your day over like episode five of like Mr. Robot. (laughs) Yeah, and it's like, 
you know, I know they've been like eating up that film school slop their whole life and they've like lost their mind and think this is their big break. But like, you know, when you grow up in New York, you're used to like seeing day of the week TV filmed all the time. No one gives a shit. Stop yeah. blocking my doorway, you assholes. You right. trash everywhere. Okay. okay. Is that okay. what the uh, Gestapo was? They were just they like were filming a of PAs for uh, <laughs> Yeah. Law and Order or something. They were and the PAs. Like, what, just get out. You, you guys just got to go on this train so we can film Law and Order <laughs> yeah. Germany really quick. We're just trying to get the please, shot. <laughs> please get on the train just for a minute. It'll just take a minute. It's been 10 minutes. I know. Just get on the train. I know. Um, I know. We just need to get the shot. I promise you. Oh, someone took a flash photo. God damn it. All right. We need to reset. All right. It's another 10 minutes, guys. I'm sorry. Okay. All right, Tiny, I, I just have to share this. One time we were working on, I was working on something uptown and uh, like Midtown, the hardest place to stop people. And they were like, do not let them into our shot. And so they're like, gave us this whole thing about stopping people. And so I'm trying to stop people on the street. And it's the same day there was some kind of shooting or terrorist attack downtown. <laughs> oh and so there are people just trying to run past me. I'm like, hey, 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 we are filming uh, Homeland. So you gotta turn around. <laughs> Dude, the best thing the best thing is they have no there's no authority in the PA, right? You actually have no teeth to do anything. So no! like, there was this one time where we were uh, I was with my mom in the city and we were watching them film a scene of I guess like the the Garfield Spider-Man, the uh right, like that it, that middle one that nobody gave a shit about. Yeah. And they were where Spider-Man this- hates Mondays. Yes. <laughs> And they're filming this one scene where this, where uh, I guess Mary Jane like drives up to the building and like gets out and runs inside, and that's the whole shot. That's it. It's just drive up to the building, get out, run inside. You think it's a pretty quick shot, right? But it has to take place at night, and so it's like dark, and they have all the lighting set up and whatever. And this guy, the PA, just keeps being like, "Please, no flash photography. We will need to reset." And every time, literally every time this car pulls up and the woman gets out, my mom keeps taking pictures. <laughs> yes! Yes! Woo! I love and it. And she will not turn the flash off. And they keep resetting. That's Ruining right, listeners. The- we're, we're all cool New Yorkers with tangential <laughs> ties to the New York entertainment industry. You guys will never understand. You'll never. How we are. You'll never ruin the night for a hundred and twenty people guys, at once by taking you pictures. Guys, <laughs> you guys just Google Dragon Ball Z podcast and found this, but we're famous, baby. Power broke. Gosh, you cost people so much money that night. I love that. It's, okay, uh, let's uh, rate the episode, all right. huh? All right, out of seven Dragon Balls, Katie. Uh, this definitely was like a go-between episode. Like, hey, we sure are setting some stuff up for you. I mean, it was fine. I don't really care. Uh, four out of seven. All right, Alex. There were some primo underwear balmas, and I love Krillin's hat. Um, plus some world building, and then nothing at all happened the entire goddamn time. So I'm gonna yeah. give it a cool three out of seven Dragon Balls. Nice, Dan. Yeah, it was kind of a, a blue balls episode for me as a first time viewer, but you know, it opened up the dialogue for me. I got to talk to people. Now I have an understanding of the Dragon Ball universe, and just for <laughs> that, giving it five out of seven. Oh, wow! Woo! Very glad you said five. Very generous. Um, yeah, I uh, I agree with everybody. It's uh, clearly a uh, a segue episode. There's really not much more to say about it. I like uh, Frieza. I like what they're doing with the voice acting there. I think it's a different voice actor this time. 
at least than what I'm used to. Mm. Right, this the scratchy little lady Frieza. Right. Um so I don't know, like four out of seven probably. Four okay. All you right. Know, whatever. That's pretty generous. Uh yeah. could we just do an email at lightning speed? Do we have an email? Uh we do. It might take a little while. How long have we been going? We're like super over. We're like fifteen. Yeah, we minutes should not over. do another we should do let's just do it on the bonus <laughs> or something. All right, okay. Okay. Email on the bonus. Yeah. And uh let's get these plugs in. Yeah, Dan, and... what do you got going on? Damn, I got nothing going on. Just follow <laughs> me on Twitter or Instagram at real Dan Yang. Uh that's it. And wait, so the guy's name is Noriega? Sh- and follow Sean S E A N Noriega <laughs> on Instagram. That's my old lifting coach. Follow him too. Follow me first. Within him too. Follow Dan and then Sean Noriega. He sounds very <laughs> short, but uh, very strong. strong. Very strong. Um, I'm gonna go Dave. next. You're right, Alex. Ha ha! I've cut you, Katie. Yeah. Um, okay. and I'm using my plug to plug Zerial, the program we made, and yeah. uh, you yeah. can listen to. Yeah, if you haven't it, listened to it yet, it's a whole radio play. I know for a fact most of you haven't. It's great. You'll love it. Just do a donation to reclaim the block. It's pinned on all of our Twitters. It's pinned on the fucking dra- uh, Balling Out Super account on Twitter. Just go yeah, there and the you can listen to the radio of this show. podcast. Uh, but we've raised four thousand four hundred and forty-four dollars and forty cents, which is an insane number. <laughs> Right, That's almost insane. like a cosmic sign, the amount of money we've raised. So yeah. think yeah. about that, and mm. then just ruin ruin the symmetry, because yeah. we do not really care. Yeah, I would <laughs> rather it be $5,000. Would yeah. that be cool? Over 9000 ha, 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 ha. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> Wouldn't it be funny if it was over 9000 Wouldn't that be funny? Yeah, let's get it there, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> show <laughs> your friends. Just like the show you love. Don't you love Dragon Ball? Why don't you donate five thousand dollars? Ha ha. Katie, you can find me at Twitter at Katie Rose. You can find Alex at Patek Jokes. I don't think <laughs> he said that. Uh, you can find me at Instagram at Oh Hello Katie Rose. Um, my the weekly metal news show I produce for the Pit is still going strong, and this week in lieu of. Talking about metal news, we are going to be hosting a panel of black musicians, which seems only responsible. So uh, we're going to have some really cool people on. So check it out. Did you guys get the Kill Switch Engage guy? No, we got good bands. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Smash Mouth, nice. Yeah. And Hootie from Hootie <laughs> and the Blowfish. <laughs> Voice of a Generation. Go. Yeah. Uh, all right. And find me on Twitter at, at Jeremy Thunder. Check out Generation Loss. Uh, this week we watched uh, Wizard People, Dear Reader, and I hated it. Uh, yeah. All right. That's it for this week. Join us next week. Super. 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 I'm going to break Super. my laptop in half. <laughs>